Mr. Bill Harry is on the line with us today. Am I pronouncing your name correctly, Bill? No, it's her. It's Hurley, Mr. Mayor. Hurley. Hurley. Okay, Hurley. My eyes are going. Can't even see the screen anymore. I don't know. I'm going to have to get these cataracts taken care of, or else I'll have to get a Toyota. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, how are you, sir? And by the way, what is your title up there in Tallahassee? I'm the executive director of the National Federation of Independent Business in Florida. Wonderful, wonderful. Small business, right? Absolutely. We represent independent business owners across the state and across the nation. People like me who uh, we go uh, we go uh, trying to make a living, mom and pops that are trying to pay the rent and feed the family. And uh, I thank you for representing us and being, you know, uh, our ally. So uh, you're calling in today about Ron DeSantis and the bill that he signed, the House Bill HB 837. Uh, you want to expound on that, sir? Yeah, thanks for having me, Mr. Mayor. Uh, I know we we visited with your show, uh, oh gosh, maybe six, eight weeks ago in the run-up to the legislative session, and I said that small business owners were clamoring for uh, some protections from runaway lawsuits in this state. And uh, it wasn't long after that that uh, Governor DeSantis, uh, I think it was on Valentine's Day, actually, he gave a big Valentine's Day gift to small business owners across the state by announcing on that day that he was calling for real tort reform. And, you know, we, we've been pushing this for years in Tallahassee. Uh, that one statement from the governor made all the difference in the legislature's eagerness uh, to address this. And here we are only uh, uh, in, in the fourth week of the legislative session, and we have a bill uh, signed into law by the governor last Friday, House Bill 837. And I know you're a you're a experienced watcher of uh, of Tallahassee, Rhett. And you you know the usual scene in Tallahassee. We have a 60-day uh, a session, and usually about, about 90% of everything that passes for the whole year happens in the last uh, 48, 72 hours in, in something of a, uh, a, a big scrum. Uh, but this uh, here we are uh, uh, only halfway through the session and we put it on the governor's desk. And I'll tell you, we could not have done it uh, without him. His his leadership made all the difference on this issue. Well, Florida has been considered a judicial uh, hellhole for far too long. And we're desperately in need of legal reform that brings us uh, more in line with the rest of the country. Right. Absolutely. You know, the trial bar was uh, howling that this was uh, going way, way too far. But in reality, most of the reforms we, we proposed and were enacted into law uh, really just brings Florida into the, the, the norm for most of the states. But let me tell you just how far out of control it, it got in Florida. We, ha- we found a great study done by the American Tort Reform Association that looked at uh, uh, attorney advertising across the nation in every state. Uh, calculated the, the the dollars that are spent on attorney advertising, and could you believe it that Florida uh, Florida trial lawyers spend twice as much in Florida than they do in the entire state of California? I got to go sell some advertising. <laughs> yeah, no, it's great for the billboard companies and, and their independent businesses too. Uh, but you know, if they if, if they end up taking down a few trial lawyer billboards, that'll that'll leave more room for our neighborhood plumbers and, and well, you know, and Bill, buy my, some billboards. My dad was an attorney at law, Poughkeepsie, New York, in the late fifties, 
And uh, un- un- unfortunately, after he graduated Syracuse, he was uh, started his practice, had a very successful practice very quickly, and then in his early 30s was killed in a car accident. But, mm-hmm. you know, back then it was illegal for attorneys to – uh, advertise. It was. It was. It was a. It was a uh, they attempted to have a noble craft there. Of course, we know Jesus said, "Woe unto ye attorneys," because they can manipulate the law. And there's nothing more refreshing than running into a really good, honest, uh, morally solid attorney, because then they can do what's right. Uh, oh, sure. We depend on them. Yeah. And when you're in trouble, you want a really good attorney. I would prefer not to have one that does things illegally. It's. It's just like, you know, this is a side. You're not you don't need to respond, but it's just like they're going after Trump now. It's political. But, you know, Starr went after Clinton. And, you know, even though maybe I'm to the right conservatively, it's like, come on, you're wasting millions. And this guy Starr dies. And what's he remembered for? And this guy, this prosecutor, this guy who's doing this, it's a it's just uh, what a, what a way to go down. I mean, whoever's paying him off, I guess he's getting a lot of dough probably, but uh you know, from Soros or whoever, but I don't care about where it all comes from. I just, just, we the people just don't want this crap. You know, is 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 Trump have does he have clean hands? No, but name me someone who does. Or who's without sin? You know, all of us we fall forward to success in life, right? And we learn, and so you know, just uh, well, but anyway. So, uh, but but the thing is that uh, this is going to simmer things down uh, because. Uh, tell me, explain how this, this will work, how this is going to help. Uh, the, yeah, well, you know, I, I'm glad you talked about the good attorneys because we sure do need those officers of the court to shepherd us through those those conflicts in life. Yeah. And I'm proud of the direction the legislature took on this because they they didn't limit people's access to the courts. They didn't limit awards. But what they did was they went after and tried to unbraid some of the some of the tricks that lawyers use to really maximize their attorney's fees with disregard to what the plaintiff ends up with. Mm. And uh, uh, I'm not going to get too far in the weeds, but one of the, the cabals they, they broke up was the, the, the cooperation, uh, I don't even say collusion, between bad trial lawyers and bad doctors to inflate medical expenses. The, the section of the bill was called Truth and Damages, uh, but it's that scheme where uh, you, you might be uh, un- unsurprised to hear that sometimes you'll walk into a plaintiff's attorney with an injury and they, they'll tell you, uh, uh, well, go to my doctor. I've got a great doctor. I've got the best doctor in the world. And you don't want to go to your doctor anymore. You want to go to mine. And as it turns out, uh, they they have a agreement uh, between uh, the, that plaintiff's yeah. firm and the doctor mm-hmm. uh, to inflate those charges. And often that uh, doctor will get, uh, 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 assign a extraordinary by a multiplier, like three or four times what the usual charges are for medical treatment. And that bill, that, that bottom line bill is the only thing that, that the jury sees when they're assigning the damages. And uh, often uh, uh, they don't know what the real charges are in that community to to repair a broken leg. Uh, and so they award it. Uh, and, and we made some changes called truth and damages that will allow more information to be brought before the judge and the jury so they can see uh, they can see that there is a agreement uh, between the, tr- the trial lawyer and that doctor. Uh, to be uh, paid once the uh, 
uh, lawsuit is settled. And they'll also be able to see what the usual and customary charges are for similar uh, medical treatments in their community. So it's a modern form of ambulance chasing uh, where they direct injured people to their uh, doctors that are working behind the scenes with them to inflate medical charges. And we're not saying that they can't charge, the, the doctors can't charge whatever they want, but we're saying that if they have an agreement with that trial lawyer and, and for higher, uh, uh, for payment, and uh, if, and we're also going to be able to show to a jury what the usual costs are for those kind of treatments. Well, so I think that the legislature took a good approach in not trying to limit benefits, but just give more information to juries so they can make uh, more sound judgments. It's things like that that I think were common sense in this bill. Isn't isn't it a shame, though, philosophically? I'll go over to the—I happen to be a Christian. I became a Christian at the age of 29. But isn't, isn't, it, isn't it sorrowful that we have to legislate uh, morality— where isn't it too bad that men don't have a code written on their hearts because it seems that, well, it seems in today's society, you know, if you love your neighbor as yourself, you're not going to sell them milk that has preservatives in it and that your baby is going to ingest. Uh, if you love your neighbor, you're not going to overcharge them for whatever the merchandise may be. And, and right now, of course, the way things are going, I don't know how you feel. I'm older than you, but, uh, I used to be able to go out and with my associate and have lunch and two tuna fish sandwiches, two French fries, and two Coca Colas, and it was seven dollars and fifty cents, and then you'd leave a tip. And now you <laughs> you go out and have two eggs, toast, and bacon, and it's forty two dollars. It's like, and it's it's just uh, everybody's accelerating, and uh, it's it's a scary thing, you know. We uh, when did when did we lose our honor in the common man? And you work. This is what you do. You help the common guy like me, the little mom and pop. When did it become dishonorable to own a little butcher shop and just make a nice living to have a nice little home that's filled with a lot of love and not a lot of excessive desire, you know? So it's, it's a shame. Well, you know, that would, that would be a perfect world, but even in a perfect world, uh, accidents happen. Yep. Uh, even with, uh, 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 no ill intent, uh, and, and those things we need to to square away. And there are injured parties. There are people who who get injured in this state through through no fault of their own. And we need to make sure we have a justice system that addresses it. We just can't afford to have it so costly. Uh, you know, there there's a, a study out there that says there's about a, a seven hundred dollar some tort tax on every Floridian. And you talk about the cost of your, your tuna sandwich. Yeah. Well, the court tax is behind how that tuna sandwich went from $7 what, to $40. What is that tax called? Well, we call it the tort tax. Tort. And that's the cost of all, all the friction costs in our judicial system that eventually get borne by consumers uh, as they, they pay higher costs for goods and services because of the, the expense that business owners have to insure themselves and make sure that they're protected should any harm come to any of their, the public or the customers in the course of their business. But in Florida, it's calculated to be over $700 for every man, woman, and child of additional costs that we pay uh, just for uh, the expenses of, uh, of litigation. Now, hopefully, with the signing of this bill, we're going to see uh, 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 some reduction in those costs. Uh, it's going to take some time, but I think all of us recognize 
uh, in Florida that that things have uh, run off the leash just a little bit. I I would challenge you, Rick, to uh, find a path home between your work and your home where you uh, uh, don't see a, a a billboard advertising an opportunity for you to get get rich quick. Uh, uh, if no. only you go find in, find yourself an injury and and go talk to a plaintiff's attorney. Yeah, it's so got, we're trying to rein that back in Florida. Yeah. Florida's got so many mm. good things working for it right now. Uh, Florida's firing on all cylinders except one, and that's a smooth, efficient, and fair uh, justice system. And uh, this bill should go a long way uh, to set that straight. Well, thank you, Bill Hurley, and thank you for all you do as an advocate for small and, and medium-sized businesses. I don't know if you if you oversee the large ones, too, but you're up there working hard in Tallahassee. You've been on here before, and uh, I salute you for your commitment and your code of ethics. And, uh, uh, you know, it's uh, the, the lawyers, as you said, the lawyer, essentially you said this, is that the lawyers are here to keep people honest, but we need <laughs> the legislation to keep the lawyers honest, right? There you go. All right. Anything Thanks. else you wanted to say before we say goodbye, sir? We'll find more at NFIB.com. We're all over the web, and you can look right into uh, what we're doing in, in Florida and, for that matter, any other state across the nation. Thanks Thank for having me, Rhett. Thank you, Bill. Have a great day and a wonderful weekend, sir. You too, sir. Okay, God bless. So we're going to take a little break, Bye. and then we'll be back, ladies and gentlemen. I'm the mayor of the airways.